Hello and welcome back to my podcast. This is No Bullshit with Joe. And today I want to talk... Now, I've shot this podcast about three times because I'm going to be very careful about what I'm saying here because I don't want to upset anyone or hurt anyone's feelings. But this is episode two of Shitting the News or Breaking News. But this isn't Breaking News. This is just Shitting the News. And I want to talk about two very clear defining situations, okay? The first situation that I want to talk about is the news articles... That are out there at the moment talking about the transgender swimmer, Leah Thomas. Okay. Then the second part I want to talk about is separate to Leah Thomas is identification and the gender gender debate in itself. And hand in hand near that, I want to also talk about mental health itself. How is Joe Williamson qualified to talk about mental health? I've got a certificate of higher education in philosophy and psychology, which I studied at the Open University. I have worked with special needs adults for approximately six years. And uh, I'd say I'm a pretty open-minded guy. And I was in an abusive relationship with uh, every single parent figure I had for 21 years. So I think I've got a bit of a understanding around mental health itself i may not be an expert but i think i've got a bit more of an understanding than some people um and that's what qualifies me because i know that that's going to be some of the comments on this thread so let's have a look first of all very clear defining situation about leah thomas so let's just throw some facts out there instead of reading the whole article let's just throw some facts okay so leah thomas trans james swimmer leah thomas 22 blows away the competition to win the 500-yard freestyle at NCAA Championships, but the crowd goes wild for second-place winner on podium. Thomas says she ignores the criticism in post-victory interview. Okay, so let's have a look. The UPN Swimmer 22 won the 500-yard freestyle in a time of 4 minutes, 33 seconds and 24, uh, where Emma Wainert, who was the second person of the University of Virginia, Swam in 4 minutes, 34 seconds, 99. So, this individual, in 2019, let me just have a look. In 2019, was uh, the Texan who swam for three years on the university men's team before transitioning in 2019. is now the first transgender athlete to win an NCAA championship. A distinction one of Thomas' teammates said would be dubious if achieved. Thomas had undergone the required hormone treatment to meet the current rules for transgender athletes. But critics say her stunning performances prove that she still retains a considerable and unfair advantage. Okay, so, first of all, I don't blame... Right, first of all, let me let me think about this and word this very carefully. So, Leah Thomas, let me get my head around this, was a man and he's now a woman. And has gone in a race and has won the race, okay, against women. Now, firstly, I, you know, well done to Leah Thomas for going for her goal, well, not her goals, going with her feelings. So she's, I think it's an awful thing, first of all, for someone to be born as a man or a woman, but actually feel like they're in the wrong body. I think that's terrible. I, do, I really genuinely do. I think that's terrible. And I think, you know, well done to anybody who decides that they want to transition over to the other gender and become the other gender. That's fine by me. As far as I'm concerned, they're not doing me any harm. Uh, people who do that aren't doing me any harm. Um, now, however, I don't think personally 
it is right if if there is an all women's team and that is an all women's team and there is an all men's team and that is an all men's team i personally think and i might get a lot of hate for this but i personally think that if you are a ma- are born biologically a man not what your gender is not how you feel what you biologically are then biologically as a man i feel and i think that if you are entering a male's race then you should be a man biologically you should be going with what you were biologically born with so if you are entering a swimming race and it's for women then you should be the biological gender that you the biological sex sorry that you were born with is what you're racing with same as the biological sex for a man is what you're racing with now this then throws up the controversy and the questions of what do we do with people who have transitioned over now with people who have transitioned over which again i fully respect that's absolutely fine um very open i'm a very open-minded individual and i fully fully respect that and i'm sure there's loads of other people out there who are like yeah completely get it i understand um i think personally there should either be another race where it is people well no i think there should be the male race the female race and then the third race which is anyone can join man woman transgender not transgender should be able to join um or a race just for people who are transgender but again i don't want people to think that i'm trying to segregate people by saying that so yeah third one a race where all people join um men women transgender whatever and they can join in race that's what i personally think should happen um i think there is an unfair advantage of someone who's born biologically a male racing against females um you know and it there's so, there's so many things that go into sport isn't there that that go into races so for example you know i do martial arts uh jiu-jitsu karate kung fu i, I love it so you know i know that if i get on the mat uh some of the girls there will absolutely kick my ass and it has happened because they're more skilled than me they're quicker than me they've done it longer some people who haven't done it longer than me still kick my ass you know um where am i going with this so you know male and females they fight together male and females they fight together and they you know they, they have a bit of a gentle role or whatever um but i do think there is some advantages to no maybe maybe jujitsu was a bad example but i do think there is some advantages to to the male body and the way it is way it is developed and the way it is created and i don't think that you know um i don't think leah Leah thomas should have been allowed to compete and that's only my opinion um whether my opinion is right or wrong um and the reason for that is because she is biologically a male um which gives her an unfair advantage um in my opinion i might be completely wrong but yeah they're my thoughts on it and you know it it goes down this so we're talking about the second part now so we've we've talked about the leah thomas situation now i want to talk to you guys about the second part and the second part is the gender debate itself in general you know how i i fully get fully understand if someone decides one day they want to be a man then they want to be a woman then they want to be this and the other whatever right that's fine i respect that you're not doing anyone any harm you're not doing me any harm what i don't get is how far is this going to go 
Okay, so this is the second part of the podcast. How far is this going to go? So, you know, okay, I'm a 34-year-old man. These are my concerns about the situation, okay? So I'm a 34-year-old man. I am a... Today I'm Joe, and tomorrow I decide I'm going to be Jolene, and that's fine. Um, What if I decide that I want to identify as a four-year-old girl, and I want to go back to school? What if I decide I want to identify as a three-year-old or two-year-old toddler and I want to go to preschool? This is where it gets weird. Not just weird, this is where it gets creepy. This is where it gets... As Ben Shapano says, you know, um, you know, in one of his interviews, I'm 34, and he asks this girl, he's talking to this girl, and he says to this girl, he says, how old are you? And she says... I don't know, whatever old she is, she's 18. And he said, okay, why are you not 62? And she went, well, because I'm not. Well, there you go. <laughs> How far do we go with this situation is what I'm trying to say without hurting anyone's feelings. Um, you know, I go on a bike, on a push bike, um, to a push bike race, and I decide that I'm going to race uh, the people on the push bikes in my Kawasaki 400 500 horsepower motorbike because my motorbike identifies as a push bike, it's clearly not his motorbike, you know. Um, I just feel that things lines are being blurred and the water is being muddied and. We're at a stage in this whole universe, in this whole life, where the world is very confusing with the whole gender situation. Um, I'm not talking about transgender itself, you know, like I said, the whole situation, you know my views on the situation with that, you know, uh, male, female, if you want to transition, that's fine. It's not doing me any harm. Uh, it's not doing anyone else any harm. Um, and if that's how you feel, that's absolutely fine. But, you know, we are... We're in a world now where the lines are so muddied and blurred that it's confusing. You know, there's, I read an article yesterday or the day before or whenever it was, uh, and it was saying how, you know, it had come out in the news how we will be able to tell if someone is transgender or if someone wants to identify as something else when, you know, they are toddlers because they're playing with the opposite sex toys. Well, there's a picture of me somewhere, um, and I will I'll put it on my Patreon if you follow my Patreon. It's on my link tree, by the way. Um, if I can find it, I'll put it on the Patreon. Where I'm about two and a half years to three years old, or something along those lines, and I, you know, I'm I'm a 34 year old man now with a beard, right? But as a kid, I was two and a half years old, and I'm playing with a baby bottle with a baby in a cot, and there's a picture of me. I'll try and dig it out for you today. Um, I'll actually write it down in my diary now. Um, I'll dig it out for you today and I'll put it on my Patreon, um, which is only £3 a month, by the way, um, for the lowest tier. But I'll put it on my Patreon and it's a picture of me with a cot with a baby in a baby bottle. Now, if my mum and dad had chopped off my penis, because they would have said that, I'd, well, he's decided he's going to be a woman, I would be hella pissed. I'd be really angry now. Because I identify as a man, and I'm a 34-year-old man, and I am biologically a man. So I think I think what we need to do is let kids be kids. And we need to stop talking so much about gender, and we need to stop talking so much about 
this situation. You know, if if you know, the, it needs to be out there. Don't get me wrong. There need to be resources and stuff out there so that people can, if they feel the way they feel, they can go and gather the information and maybe, you know, it be available um, in schools or whatever, but it, or, or or on the internet or whatever. But I don't think it needs to be rammed down people's throats. Um, I don't think, you know, it needs to be made a priority um, situation. You know, you're either, you know, a lion doesn't suddenly decide he's going to be a lioness, you know, or, or suddenly decide that he's a, he's a vegetarian or whatever, you know. So, yeah, then I thought on the situation. I've rambled a little bit here, but I'm trying my best not to offend anybody. You know, I, we have, and this, this, again, I'm going to talk about this as well. Um, I don't say ever where I'm currently working um, on my podcasts or on my Linktree or on my LinkedIn or anything. I don't ever put that because where I'm working is completely different or who I work for is completely different to my home life um, or my business life. And I like to keep my business and my work completely separate um, from each other. But if we're going to, you know, uh, talk about work for a second, I, I did before Christmas... I did some um, online training and the online training uh, and I did feed it back to the to the to the training people themselves um, and, and sent them a message back when they asked for my feedback and I said I respect what they're trying to do and I respect that they're following the um, what's the word I'm looking for they are following the media or the or the what's what the government and what people are talking about at the moment are, are you know they're following that situation um but i remember filling this paperwork in and it was like you know um we can no longer say uh, or we 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 no longer say uh, merry christmas is going to be happy holidays um and there was like little boxes where i had to fill in um and it was like a drop box and you filled in happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas or, you know, um, people and their genders. Um, what if Frank identifies as, I don't know, Jeremone or something, you know. Um, and when it, when it starts to come into workplaces, especially, you know, I'm no longer working in care. So especially when you're not working in a care situation. And it's coming into that type of workplaces. It's like, wow, either times are changing and the waters are getting muddier is a good thing, or times are changing and the waters are getting muddier is a bad thing. And I think that, I don't think the way that the world is going at the moment, personally, I don't think it's brilliant. I think it's not a good thing. I think that the way the world is going is not great. You know, yes, I think we should be more open-minded. Yes, I think we should be more accepting. Um, and again, I worked with special needs adults for six years, so I'm pretty much one of the most accepting people you will you will find. However, um, I think that we need to just maybe just just have a look at the world itself and just be like, right, okay, this shit's happening. Um, but then there's other issues that aren't being dealt with, like, you know... Um, so, on Twitter the other day, right, this this is going to make sense when I tell you about it, right? So, on Twitter the other, well, I said the other day, about two, well, about a year ago, right? 
Um, I was having a discussion with somebody about gender, this conversation that I'm talking about now. And I had about 20 different accounts, not me personally, 20 different accounts attacked me and this woman who were having this conversation, saying about how we feel about the whole situation, which is basically what I've just said in this in this podcast. And there were people there who were sharing articles and saying, you know, um, sharing articles and saying, you don't know the science, you don't know this, you don't know that, you don't know the other. Um, men can have periods and all this sort of stuff. And basically, I'd put something along the lines of men, men can't have periods. And to say that a man can have a period is is discrediting a woman. And it takes away from a woman. It takes away from a woman something so feminine and so powerful. You know, that the women can create babies, that women... You know, women go through this every single month and they go through this every single year. And for men to turn around and say, you know, uh, women can have periods, men can have periods is is not understandable. And it's not, I just, I just, I just don't understand the way the world's going. And for men to say that, it's, it's wrong. So where I'm going with this is this. I got attacked by these people. And they were saying, yes, they can, yes, they can. And I was like, okay. Uh, and I left it. And I came back to my phone about an hour later. And I had people threatening to find out where I worked. Threatening to get me fired. Threatening to find out where I live. All because I opposed their belief that men could have periods when they cannot, under any circumstance, have a period. Now, this is the world that we are living in. This is... I'm sitting here, I'm shooting this podcast, I'm looking out my window, and I am... I can't believe that I am actually saying the words that are coming out of my mouth. Men cannot have periods, they never have been able to, and they never will be able to. So, yeah, I think we need to stop discrediting women so much. I think we need to stop taking away feminine values. Um, if you want to transition from a woman into a man, yes, that's fine. If you want to transition from a man into a woman, yes, that's fine. I respect that you may feel like you're not in the right body. I completely and utterly 100% understand that and respect that. A thousand percent. But we cannot take away from women or men who who they are um, just because it doesn't fit your or the world's narrative anyway that got a bit deep at the end didn't it um this podcast again i didn't want to be i didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings but i can't be airy fairy about it this is the way i feel personally again i do believe in free speech free speech isn't such a free thing at the moment is it though Anyway, I'm going to leave this podcast here. I'm going to say over and out. I'm going to say I love you all, leave you all. What I am going to say to you guys is this. Follow my link tree. You will not be disappointed. There is hundreds of things on there. If you are interested in FTs, 
I sell NFTs pretty cheap. I'll have you know if you are interested in children's books. I sell children's books. There is a link on my link tree for a children's book that I wrote called The Adventures of Jack the Crow with my friend Lee. He's the illustrator and I am the writer. If you like horror, I sell horror books too, I think at the moment, that are on my link tree. If you want to know my life story, I sell my life story. It's going to have to be rewritten. I'm not very happy with it, but I sell my life story. If you want to join my Patreon, holy moly, this is a new thing that's come to Linktree. Um, all that I've put on my Linktree. You can join my Patreon for £3 a month. That will get you exclusive access to me. And when I say exclusive, what I mean is I will reply to your messages. Any message on Patreon will reply to as soon as I physically get to my phone. That will be the first thing to reply to because you're paying to reply to, for me to reply to you. You will get an upload. I intend on uploading to Patreon at least one, uh, at least two to four times, if not more, a month. Because I feel that a lot of people don't really upload any patrons that I've followed. They've not really uploaded to them that much. And I'm like, well, why are they paying for this? If you're paying for something, surely you want more uploads than if you're not paying for something. So anyone who joins my Patreon will be getting and the involvement as well you'll get. You know, any like podcasts like this that will be released first. Um, we'll have a bit of a discussion, um, like a chat discussion about the podcast that I'm going to shoot beforehand and throw your throw some of your thoughts my way. Um, in addition to that, we will have... A, what was I going to say? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, you will get access to any book that I am writing because I will write it and as it is being written and edited, it will be posted to the patron. Um, there's so much shit going to be given your way. You'll get merch. If you're on higher tier, you're going to get merch given to you every three months. It'll just automatically come to your door. As long as you fill in the address bit that patron asks for, you will get... If you're on the lower tier, after 12 months, you will get a choice of whatever it is I'm selling on my eBay account, and it will be given to you and sent to your door for free if you are in the UK. If you are not in the UK, you will get something off my Etsy store, which will be a free downloadable content, which I will send to you instead of you having to pay for it, because obviously you've been paying me for the whole year through at £3 a month. So, you will get something for being a patron to my channel. Thank you very much for being here. You are wonderful people and over and out.